Today we celebrate the Feast of St. Luke, and it's a wonderful feast, and uh, St. Luke is, is a wonderful saint, uh, and appropriately enough, our gospel text is taken from Luke, but actually we've been reading from Luke all along recently, this, uh, this, this third year, the year C for the gospel in the, the Sunday lectionary. So we've been getting a lot of Luke recently, so it's a, it's a great time to celebrate this, uh, this author, this evangelist. And that's what he's known as. He's known as Luke the Evangelist. He was not an apostle, but he was kind of like on the second tier down. And that's uh, why this particular text has been chosen. So you had the twelve, and they were the closest um, disciples of Christ. But then you had uh, a second tier um, a second, if you will, uh, concentric circle, you know, flowing out from Christ's authority, and that is the 72, the 72 disciples that were sent to evangelize. So you've got the 12, and then you've got the 72. And, uh, you know, I think one tradition is that Luke actually was one of the 72. Um, but if that's not the case historically, uh, in any event, it's a, an appropriate text because it shows you this kind of... Um, Evangelist who's not quite an apostle, but is very, very close to Christ and uh, is a very close collaborator in the work of spreading the gospel and good news. And in our first reading, we have this uh, passage from uh, St. Paul to um, uh, Timothy. And this was probably written around the year 65, 62, 63, 64, 65. It was right at the end of Paul's life. And um, he says, you know, here he is, he's in, he's in prison. And uh, he talks about having to defend himself. Basically, he's in, uh, on trial. And uh, everybody's abandoned him. But he says, Luke is the only one with me. So you have the loyalty that Luke showed to St. Paul. And Luke, uh, the, the author Luke, he wrote basically like a dual volume work. You have the third gospel, the gospel of Luke, but then you also have the book of Acts. Luke is the author of the book of Acts. And actually the gospel of Luke and Acts are paired very closely together. And we can see that for many reasons, but especially because the beginning of each, we have Luke sitting here giving us an explanation for why he's writing these works, and you can tell that it comes from the same author and what his, uh, what his agenda and his authorial intention is behind these writings. And uh, he's a very good historian. He begins the Gospel of Luke by saying, uh, other people have undertaken to write down the events that have come to us by the eyewitnesses of Christ. Um, but after reviewing all of the facts and interviewing different people and talking to everybody uh, from the beginning to the end, I thought that I, would, I myself would also write something. And his agenda was to write a very orderly, very precise account. Um, and that's what he does, and he succeeds in that. And then the book of Acts continues in a very historical manner the birth of the church and its growth uh, all the way until about the year 62, just before the martyrdom of St. Paul. And it's left off with Paul in Rome under house arrest, uh, awaiting his trial. And um, 
What's very interesting, uh, one author I read, he made this observation, is that when you look all throughout Paul's epistles, Paul will mention all of these different figures like uh, Tychicus or Mark or Demas. Okay, so he mentions all of these people and we can infer that they're his co-workers, they're his fellow evangelists. And all of these different figures, all of them, show up in the book of Acts by name, but one. That is Luke. Luke never, we see him in Paul's epistles, Paul's mentioning him, Paul is talking about Luke, but when Luke puts pen to paper, he never mentions himself. So we see this kind of great uh, humility on the part of Luke. And uh, as the book of Acts begins its first, say, uh, I would say probably 15, 16, 17 chapters of Acts, recounts these events over a long period of time. And then suddenly, right towards the end of the book of Acts, when it focuses on the career of St. Paul, the events slow down and we start getting lots of detail about events that happen in a short space of time. And the first person plural is used, meaning we, and then we traveled here, and then we traveled there, and then we went to this, so forth and so on. And so we we can tell that the author, whom we know from other sources is Luke, is now writing from his own uh, actual personal experience. But he never once names himself. He never once names himself. And I think that is the the beauty and the secret to St. Luke, is that he is transparent to Christ. He comes to us to bring Jesus to us. It's not about himself. He doesn't come to bring himself. He comes to bring Jesus to us. And uh, when we look at Luke, it's like we see right through him because of his great humility. We see through him... Uh, straight to Jesus so that Jesus would be glorified. And that's the nature, that's the true nature of humility. Humility is not about talking bad about yourself. Humility is about abasing yourself before the divine excellence that manifests itself in others. And then, of course, manifested in a most unique way in Jesus because he is God himself. That's what humility is. Humility points to God and away from oneself. That's what Luke does for us, and that's what we celebrate today.